Hello listeners, welcome to the Sports Spot from the Standard and Uganda Christian Universities Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Ian Asabo, and this show is powered by Mr. Quick Delivery. Get your deliveries fast, reliable, and at cheap prices. Other than that, uh, it has been a while since we recorded our last episode of the Sports Spot. It was episode one, and we were hanging out with the Canons. So this time round, I'm not alone in studio as well. I came with the university footballer, Mutebi Ivan Vanox. We love to call him Vanox. That is the nickname he has around here. So Ivan Vanox, you're welcome to the show. Um, like I said, my name is Vanox Ivan Mutebi, and um, a UCU Cardinal player. Um, it's always a great honor to feature on the podcast. No, it's not easy to be hosted, but I don't take it for granted. I appreciate Ian Asap yes, for so the host. It is a pleasure having athletes like you on, on, uh, on the Sports University podcast because this you. is a platform that we want to have where the athletes are going to express their opinions. We get to dig, deep, a deep dive more into university sports. And yes, who knows? Uh, this will take us far and it will change the culture in the university sports scene in the country. So, Vanox, tell, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, your position that you play, how you got to the team, uh, everything um, concerning your, 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 your young career so far in terms of the game. Um, well, um, I want to thank God because he created me like I was born both bright and talented. Yeah. yeah and at first it used to be a problem to my parents because I used to perform so well in class and I used to also deliver the pitch. So, but I had to choose the education career because back then it was the parents who used to decide for me. But then uh, the football thing, it was passion. You know, it's very hard to ignore a passion and eventually you will serve the passion. So, um, my young career, I, I played for Express way back when I was like 10 years till the 17. Team or the, junior, the, junior team? Uh, the junior team, the, junior the team. academy. I was in Express then. We played for, I played for Kapawa Youth and uh, I, I played high school football at London College St. Lawrence. I captained the team to the district level for the first time in history and it's nice. Every time I remember that period, I feel proud of myself. Uh, coming to UCU, I came, not as a footballer, I came to study. But then uh, we played the intercourse competitions, and that's where the coach, uh, UCU Cardinals, got me from. Uh, we played against them in some team called Catalonian Cork. It used to be organized by some students. Yeah, I remember Catalonia. Yeah, and that's where it got me from. And it's like, you know what? You can come and try it with the team. And luckily enough, I got the spot. So it's always a, a big honor for me, pride for me to future for the issue Cardinals. So speaking of uh, of the way you were told, you were spotted. You said you were spotted in an interfaculty competition. Yeah. The last interfaculty competition at, at this uh, institution was held in 2019. I remember because I played in the tournament. Exactly. We didn't do well as a faculty, but yeah, we are. So there has been a really significant gap 2019 all the way to 2022 and we're coming towards the end of there there isn't there hasn't been talk or there hasn't been action done to bring back these university tournaments do you think it is something that needs to be done more by uh, the, maybe say the incoming guild or even the relevant authorities in charge because as you say this is where you are spotted from and there are a lot of talented university students around but if there are no tournaments like this to be able to give them the platform they may are supposed to get the talent 
Mm, you're right, exactly. This tournament shouldn't be taken for granted because it's on. It's not only me that has been spotted from the competition. I have my colleagues on the team that have been got there from uh, by the coaches to come and future for the team. And I urge the incoming guild to always and always make sure that this tournament takes place because there are people out there, people who may fear to come and join the team straight up because it's not easy by the way. It's not easy to come and train the school team. Yeah, but then if the coach calls you upon to come and future, given that he saw you in the tournament, I'm talking about the uh, the faculty games. Uh, it's easier. It's easier because I understand there are people there who know how to play football, but then they have low self-esteem. You know, this is something that happens to all of us. We can know you can know how how to do something, but then you lack platform. So these faculty games are a platform to all the university students out there that can play ball. So it shouldn't be ignored or taken for granted. It should really, really take place. And uh, I wouldn't blame the guild because I understand we had COVID and we did the online and there was no way we could play football online. It is a physical game. We had to be open fully by the government for the tournament to, keep, to take place. But I mean, uh, the... the, the, the... We said having physical activities at the end of last year, 2021, which has been almost a whole year without uh, these games. So I wouldn't necessarily want to give them all the excuses that they can get because this is a tournament that has been interesting. Maybe uh, the relevant authorities need to do better. Exactly. All right. So, Vanux, uh, this year, this past University Football League that concluded uh, last weekend where University Uganda Matters University of Nkosi won the tournament. They finally took the trophy from uh, UCU after two years of it being here in the sports office. So, uh, you this was your first year, as, as many of us can notice, where you had more, you had more of a role in the team, or more relevance to the team. How was your first year playing this, uh, this university football league tournament? Um, it was not really easy because the first time I got the university license, um, I used to be a junior player. First of all, like I never used to feel the load of featuring for the Cardinals. Yeah. What made me happy was, you know, come train with the guys who we are my seniors, who I think we are quality players than me, and I never used to mind a lot. But here comes a time when, like you've said, uh, I was more responsible this time around. This is when the pressure came. Um, you, I would really feel the pressure to participate. For example, uh, during the read time, I got injured. And to be honest, this injury entered my head psychologically. You understand? Because as a senior player, because this year was my first year yeah. for my relevance on the team to be seen. Yeah. And there's no way your relevance is going to, to be seen when you're off pitch, when you're injured. So you have to be up for selection by the coaches, you understand? Yeah. And it was really a tight, 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 tight window. Um, I don't know, like yeah. time, uh, a tight period for me, yeah. because at, I remember even first dodge classes. Yeah. I used to lock myself in the room, and I, I don't know. Psychological, I was. I, I don't want to use the word depressed because yeah. it's a big word for for that, but. Yeah. It was really tight for me. It was tough for me. But then, like you said, it was a tough season because uh, generally uh, we, we had lost 
senior players to grad. You know, the, the COVID time came and people graduated online and they left. So we are taking a team into a competition at State that a competition that needs experience. But we are fielding young players. You know, most of the team, um, apart from me and other four guys, the other players are young ones. They are f- from high school football. Yeah. Yet the university league is way too different from high school football. But I want to, you know, congratulate all of them. Hats uh, off for all players who played for the team because at first people didn't believe in us. I won't lie about that. People compared us to the previous team. The previous team that ha- was phenomenal, it was great. So they used to co- compare us with the team and uh, truth be told, we weren't anywhere a match to them. You understand? And But the kids are like my fellow colleagues played their hearts out and we are able to get the the, the third spot yes speaking of uh, the third spot you are able to defeat uh, Makere University Business School and the third place play, playoff game on penalties but it shows though you are not uh, quite able as you explained to reach the heights that the previous team did and, and won the 2019 competition you are still able to go far deep into the competition into the semi-final and unfortunately you lost uh, away from home at Yunkozi and it's the eventual winners so do you think that that you shouldn't put much blame on yourselves because you're a growing team or because I mean university sports is so cutthroat every year have players incoming and going but it's just you have to try and, and keep the stability and, and that is the most important thing because apart from uh, UCU, Yunkozi and St. Lawrence University, the teams that appeared in the final have been able to consistently perform on a high level. So do you think that is something you're looking at as a team and even you individual as a player to progress on next season and the tournament begins in March? Um, first of all, I take responsibility for whatever position we got in the, what? In the league. Yeah. Yeah, like I won't say I won't put so much excuses because football is always down to us as the players. The coach will give us his tactics, but it's us that have to put the tactics in play. Uh, we lost our way to Inkos University. I want to say we were unlucky, and you know soccer is a game of uncertainties. You never know what's going to happen, but if you do your real best, you hope for the best. Um, we won the game at home. And they won the game away in in the 90 minutes. So went for penalties. The keeper saved the penalty. That's that means God gave us a chance. But unfortunately, we bought all the chance. You understand? So, like I said, it's always back down to us, the players. But I can assure you, next season we are up for this because, like, we had uh, season objectives. And the season objective for this previous season was to reach the medal bracket, which we did. I'm proud to say I got a medal, a very nice medal. Actually, I think it's quite heavy as well. Of course, like so nice, really nice. So, but um, I was satisfied with that and I wasn't so happy the way I would have been uh, if I'd put on the what? The gold. But then we are planning for the future. Next season, we are up there, Mr. Ian, I can assure you. All right, that is good to hear. That is good to hear. Uh, another first, actually, before we will go any further, this past tournament was uh, the mark of 10 years of the University Football League, and I am very proud to say that it has reached 10 years. You said with a little more, not more than eight teams, but it has grown up to an extension of 24 so far. So there is enough progress in terms of what this competition is trying to achieve. 
there was also another first in that this was the first time that uh, a media station extensively covered the university games. I was I was present for the final day and I got to work with a few of my colleagues at Urban, Urban TV and like Sarah, Sarah Adong and uh, you know Faith, Kiai, there was Yokoyada on commentary. So how do you feel as an athlete that uh, for the first time you, you people are being shown on TV, the university games are being shown on TV, what does it do for you in terms of your morale, your confidence? And what do you think that it does generally for the league in a wider perspective? Um, first of all, uh, we feel excited, you know. Uh, um, I used to hear players, my fellow colleagues, calling their parents, you know what, mom? Uh, tune on Urban, um, I'm going to be there. You understand? And That's really good. Yeah, that was ex- excitement for them. But uh, besides the at the individual level, um, us being shown, you know, uh, the league being televised, it boosts the league, you understand? Yeah. That means um, for a player, you can be seen by someone who's not on the pitch. Yeah. You understand? They are trying to boost this league. They're trying to put players out there for other people who are not um, who are not able to see them physically, yeah. uh, to be to see them on television. And for the league, this is really a big, big boost. You understand? Actually, this would have happened sometime back, but I'm happy it is. Uh, you know, they say better is than never, yeah. because I think this is the first time the, the league is televised. Yeah. So I'm hoping for more, more. I don't know, like how they. More initiative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah by the by the government to uh, FUFA, to be specific, to continue televising this game because it really um, sells us out there. You know, uh, it's quite different for a game not to be televised because it's only the fans, the physical fans that get to see talent. But if we are televised, we are widening the scope for the players to be seen. So it's really a big, big boost for us and we really appreciate. Definitely, definitely. It's a very brilliant initiative by Vision Group and I can only recommend them to do more even next season. Exactly. So. Let's try and diverge away from, uh, you know, the politics of the game. I want to get to know Vanox, the individual. And, and I guess the listeners would like to know a little bit more about you. I mean, that is why we're here on the podcast of the Sports Pod. So uh, you did not quite tell us what uh, course you're doing. Uh, you didn't quite tell us your plans after university because we all have different plans after university. And particularly that's playing football. Do you have any chance of going pro maybe in the, in the, in the top flight division of the country? Um, I understand. And um, let me introduce myself. Yes. Um, this is a personal profile. Uh, my name is Vanok Saiban Mutebi. I'm a UCU student, a finalist, doing a bachelor's in, of science in civil and environmental engineering. Um, about me, um, what should I say? I'm a cool person, a lovable character. I don't give reasons for people to hate me. You understand? Yeah. Um, I did my high school at London College of St. Lawrence. But like I said, um, there have been a conflicting loyalty between my brains and the talent. You know, um, I've seen this, like, this is a general problem. Like, soccer players, um, you have to agree with me. Hate school, most. Yeah. On a scale of 100, we, we are like 30. Percent and this 30, most of them are at UCU because we have coaches. These coaches are like our fathers. Yeah. They will always tell you reality that life after football is 
is is is is more than the soccer life. Yeah. Like the, you're going to play for less time and you're going to retire then this life after the game. After the game. So answering your question what are my plans after graduating? Well, uh the it's still 50-50. Yeah. It's not like I'm too old, I can still go pro and I can still practice my civil engineering in. You understand um so you're a civil engineer. Yeah, I'm a civil engineer in the next one year, actually month, I'll be graduating and I'll be a fully certified engineer. But besides I'll have my talent, a soccer player. Going pro, uh personally I've never dreamt of playing pro in the top division Uganda. Uh, yeah, my dream has always been to play soccer. If I'm to ever go pro, it has to be outside Uganda. And why is that? Um I personally I do not appreciate like my value. You feel you're too good for the Ugandan. No, no, no. Uh, that's that's too big but I've seen I've had friends since childhood. I've seen people being being what? The Uganda Premier League doesn't appreciate player value the way how I don't know how to say it but they undervalue their players yeah 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 so as a person who has studied for four years yeah. i wouldn't want to ignore my four years then go to a division where i'm going to be underappreciated you get what i'm talking about like of this yeah the players in uganda put in much they are then they are paid they are underpaid yeah exactly that's what i'm trying to say um they don't get really enough what they put in so i wouldn't want to be a victim i'd rather not play soccer practice my engineering than going there to regret you know it's not good to regret and i i'm not discouraging any because we take different career paths in in our lives in our lives so sir um people who are there playing soccer maybe when they compared other choices in their life the soccer part of it in the uganda division to be specific was better for them but me personally I wouldn't choose an option of playing football in the Uganda Premier League if I'm to ever go pro to have to be outside Uganda and sometimes I work towards that though I don't you know have to share it with people but yeah I have a plan for that then like I said I have the books and I have the talent so Anyway, God opens fast is where I will go. Okay, fantastic. That is quite an intriguing perspective on, on how you see, uh, you know, you see sports being run in this country, and particularly illegal football. So it's it's good trying to have another different and letting the viewer and sorry the listeners know on what you're thinking and and yes, who knows? Maybe the game will change for the better in a couple of years. It is only time, a matter of time. So, so uh, to diverge from that, uh, the biggest. Event every four years, I would call it that way. The FIFA World Cup is happening, starting in a few days in Qatar, and uh, yes, it is. It, it is everything everyone is talking about, especially for a football fan. My earliest memories of, of this uh, World Cup was in 2006. I was a young boy. I think I was in my primary two. When you're old, bro. Yeah, yes, I am. <laughs> uh, my primary two, and I remember that semi-final in particular, Fabio Grosso with a bend against Germany that dagger killed them at home. And it sent Italy to the final. That was my earliest memory of the of the World Cup. Uh, so, Panox, 
What were your earliest memories of the World Cup and how excited are you for, for this event? Um, my f- earliest memories of the World Cup were 2010. I was yeah. in uh, primary six. Really? Yeah, 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 2010. I won't say that 2006, I didn't know nothing about the World Cup. Yeah. Maybe I would hear about it, but I'd never given it my time. Yeah. But here comes 2010 when I'm a bit old and I'm playing soccer at a young stage. Yeah. So I gave it time. And in that competition, I only remember Spain because it won, it had the little Fabregas, yeah. it had those uh, Sajuramos, the Piki, the Castlas, their yeah. prime level, and yeah. The grand old golden age of the Spanish. Exactly. Team. Yeah, so let's talk World Cup. Let's talk World Cup. Yo, the listeners would want to get to your perspective. Who do you think is going to lift that trophy on 21st December? Um, being a soccer player, you never know. Yeah. You know. You can't know who's going to win. But you must have uh, a little bit of a hint. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have three teams. I yeah. think that may do something. They're like yeah. the favorite for me. Yeah. This is my personal opinion. Um, um, seconding uh, Brazil yeah. first to win the trophy, then England, then Belgium. So you have different options that you're going. If for. Brazil is out and England is still in, I'll beat him England. And if uh, England is out and Belgium still in, I'll be, I'll be, I'll, I'll beat him Belgium. But well, I won't go to any other team. Why do you think you've gone for these three teams? Is there anything unique that uh, that you think you could share with us? Or have gone for these teams? Um, as a person, um, we see like compared to other people, we see soccer differently. Yeah. And I appreciate the way Brazil plays. Yeah, I admire a lot of players in the Brazil team. So since I admire them, I think I don't see the quality they have in other teams. And soccer, the more the quality, the more chances of you to win. Yeah. So if uh, Brazil makes use of its quality at optimum level. I think they can win. That's why I'm seconding them. But I have backup teams because yeah. sometimes what you expect doesn't happen in football. You always have a plan B. Yeah, I always have a plan B with the C. Yeah. So this is a new segment on the show. Uh, this is a new segment on the sports, but we're going to be having it uh, every other episode where we get to ask our guests and get to treat and get to test their football knowledge or what particular field they're in. So, Vanox, I am going to ask you three questions from... It's going to be a World Cup trivia, and your listeners, and sorry, the listeners are going to get to know how much knowledge of the World Cup that you know before the tournament. So, are you ready? I'm ready, but then, um, uh, let me, you know, say this. They shouldn't be overexpected. I might <laughs> bottle as well, I don't know. Yeah. So, it's okay. All right. Don't go. Let's go. Question one. Who is the only player to ever win three FIFA World Cups? You have six seconds to answer the question. Um, three World Cups. Uh, I think it's um, Ronaldo, the Brazilian. Wrong answer. It is actually Pele. Pele won the World Cup <laughs> in 70. Uh, 70, there was 62 and 58, if I'm not mistaken. Three World Cups. Okay, okay. Then... Which player has signed has scored the most goals in the World Cup? Question two. Cristiano Ronaldo. That is wrong. Miroslav closer. But I thought Ronaldo. Yes, the Brazilian Ronaldo has 15 goals, but closer broke it in, in Brazil 2014. He has 16. 16 goals. Miroslav closer scored <laughs> in five different tournaments. Then the third question. You're <laughs> for two. It's the last chance. Ah. This is the last chance. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Which player scored the opening goal of the 2010 FIFA World Cup in South Africa? Ah, it was a th- South African player, Shabalala. Sifiwe Shabalala, that yeah, is yeah, correct. Yeah. So you got one for three. 
So yes, that uh, thank you for playing the game and uh, we're glad to have you on the show. Thank you, sir. Yeah, so before we can go anywhere, we since this is a university sports podcast, we get to record, we get to get different uh, university news from other campuses. So I've been in touch with Elliot, uh, the sports journalist from Mkumba University, and I got to ask him what uh, sports activities are running around this university so that we can get to have a bridge, you know, a uh, shared experience of university sports all around it. I think it enables us to have a broader perspective on trying to cover this field. So Enoch, uh, sorry, Elliot gets to tell me that uh, the Nkumba Marines have qualified for the playoffs of the Division One National Basketball League. So they are confident that the team is going to be able to progress to the top flight. Who knows? Uh, we can already tell you, see you, the Lady Cardinals, sorry, the Lady Cannons, I won't want to host match at the 2022 NBA champions, thanks to that. Uh, that tight game seven win against the JKO Dolphins. Uh, the UCU Cannons were also able to finish third in this year's tournament. So, yeah, clubs all around for the UCU basketball team in the National Basketball League. Then there is volleyball. Uh, he tells me that the Nkuma Marines, they call themselves the Navy, sorry, the Nkuma Navy, uh, bottom last of the Syria tournament. That is uh, the Volleyball National Basketball League. UCU are fourth, uh, tied on points with. Indeji University and we're hoping to win a game this weekend as well when they play. Then he also tells me that Felix Abishai, who scored the only, who scored the South the Sudan South South Sudan is under 20 player. Uh, he hoped South Sudan qualify for the under 20 Afghan even though they lost to the you know the cranes who recently won in the final. So yes. But in general they are preparing for the East African games and yes it's it is something that we are all looking forward to. The East African Games are going to are going to be in, in DJ University later on next month. So, how 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 are you guys preparing for that? Uh, um, we are training really hard because uh, us finishing the third um, made us more hungry. You understand, and we are looking forward to winning the East African Games because we are defending champions. Oh, really? Yeah, we are defending champions. So. We have to defend however much we failed in the league. Yeah. I don't think we shall fail to defend this because the team is ready and we are in shape. The coaches are doing what they can and us, the players, are also putting in the effort to win for the badge. That is true. That is true. Wish you all the best in the university games. But before we go, before we go, uh, the Lady Cardinals have also been in league action. Uh, I, I, I didn't get. I want to give them a shout out. Last weekend they were able to beat Olila High School by three goals to two. And one person I want to talk about is Asiat Nalugwa. She, she has scored seven goals in eight games this season after only scoring, was it a lone goal last season? How how impressive has she been and do you think she's capable to fill in the boots of uh, the once great husband as when I left for Kampala Queen earlier on this season? Uh, well, I don't know. I know Asiat, but yeah. not so closely. Yeah. But then just seeing her in training shows you how much she loves the game. Yeah. She she's really hard worker and you know always hard work pays off. Yeah. So I think it's really, really sure are paying off as it is evident. Yeah. Seven goals in eight games, it's really a nice start yeah. for her and I wish her the best and I don't think she will You don't think she will she will break her first no, no 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 that but I, I don't think she 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 should, you know be satisfied yeah, with, with, only that. With, with only that but she'll be up there I, I don't know whether she will break the records because as far we really appreciate as far like she set the standards for us and it's up to these 
young girls to break the records. So I wish her all the best in that path to break the records. All right. So this is, we have come to the end of the show, uh, Responsible Episode 2. Uh, thank you, Vanox, for being able to, to, to be part of the show. And, You're welcome, sir. And I hopefully really our listeners will get to listen to more of these episodes as they keep on coming through. Uh, don't forget the yes, show is powered by uh, the Standard. You see Standard, our daily newspaper. You can get to follow our news. Uh, this is the one sports podcast for Uganda Christian University. And also, Mr. Pick Delivery. Make sure you get your orders fast, reliable, and cheap. My name is Yana Sabo, and... Until next time, God bless you.